Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe there. FiveReasonsSports.com. We do not have a paywall. Spell that one out and check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. We mentioned our gambling partner and our fantasy partner. Our gambling partner is betteredge.com. This is legal in the state of Florida and 43 other States. Cause you are betting against others on the app. You are not uh, betting uh, against the app itself. And so that's very different from everywhere else. And also it means you can find the line that you want. So check it out. Better edge. It's with an O betteredge.com. Again, use the code 5RSN there to get $20 to play. That's the number 5RSN. And use the code 5, that's just F-I-V-E, F-I-V-E at prizepicks.com. Number one fantasy property out there right now. Check it out. They've been our partner for the last two years. We've signed up a lot of people, and now we're telling you how to play. So go to prizepicks.com, use the code 5, F-I-V-E, and get your initial deposit matched up to $100. And now, tonight's episode. Down to Biscay. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Brady Hawk uh, will be back on some episodes over the course of this week. The Miami Heat getting ready to play the Toronto Raptors Going up to Toronto, a two-game trip in Toronto and New York. If Miami had actually beaten the Nets the other night, this thing would look a whole lot different because they would be in position maybe to even pass uh, the Knicks or at least tie them. Now, it doesn't look like that will be the case on Wednesday, but they still got to get the game Tuesday, and they got to get it because of something Tyler Hero said in the locker room the other day. He says, we don't see ourselves as a play-in team. We want to get out of the play-in. And he said that after they played in a way that made it seem like they didn't even deserve to be in the play-in, Greg. So now they're in a situation where they're trying to get out of this play-in spot, trying to pass the Nets. They're not going to have the tiebreaker against the Nets. And you have to actually start worrying about what's below them, including Toronto, because a couple of the teams that they could play here, they are 1-2 and against Toronto this season. And uh, they are 0-3 against Chicago. They are 3-1 and against Atlanta. But they haven't even played that well against this group of teams, Greg. So if they end up in the play-in at seven, there's no guarantee they're going to get out of the play-in to even get a shot at a Boston or a Philadelphia in a real first round. It's so true. And I think that there's a couple layers to this. One, for this team to have a puncher's chance at doing anything that makes any of us say, okay, this season was worth all of that 
pain uh, and struggle as we uh, trudged the road through the regular season. It's getting to that six seed, getting a matchup against a team like Philadelphia or maybe even a Boston who more and more weird stuff comes out around that team. And I just uh, begin to lick my chops at what could become a weird circumstance in Boston if they don't advance. That's another show. Anyway, uh, I think the sixth spot is the sweet spot, right? So it's, it's getting out of the bracket with these other teams. I think ultimately, you know what? We probably all agree that they could probably beat Atlanta in a playing game. They haven't played those other two teams particularly well. But I don't know that any of us are signing up to say that they can beat any team. Four out of seven games has presently constructed the way that they've been approaching big games like the one they lost against Brooklyn. They look like they turn a corner and then they don't. They look like they turn a corner and then they don't. And so like that's the theme that comes over and over again to me. They have to try to avoid the play-in because of the nature with which you can just completely – if you don't bring it that night, you're done. It's got a little bit of NCAA March Madness feel to it. And uh, usually I would say that that actually would be a good thing to put the heat under that kind of pressure – I don't know that right now that they have the fortitude um, mentally and just uh, just the way the season has gone. It's been too inconsistent for me to say that they are ready to really go through that gauntlet and then face a team in the first round and put up any level of a fight worth talking about. So they got to avoid the play in. And um, luckily, there are some some games here that they can do it against, but to your point, Ethan, we don't know what this team is going to bring night overnight. So we don't really know if some of the games we think are going to be easy wins coming up are going to necessarily be easy wins. So that's where this gets weird projecting forward. And also, when you talk about the plan, um, you know, it's again, it's a situation where if you're in the seven versus the eight, you get a second opportunity there. But like we talk about, I don't trust this team, and especially against some of these teams. I mean, the losses to Chicago have all been bad in different ways, and we know that Toronto, Alex, is the type of team that gives Miami trouble with their length, with the play, that, the way that they've guarded Tyler <laughs> at times. They have some scorers there. Obviously, they have some championship and playoff experience there with Siakam and Van Vliet. Like, that's not a guarantee that you're going to beat those teams – because again, the, the Heat have it was funny to me as I was going through their schedule and results today and, and just looking at what they've done against certain teams. I'm like, where did all the wins come from? Because they're just there's so many bad losses in there. Do you fear, would you fear Toronto, Chicago, or Atlanta in a one game situation with Miami? Not fear. I don't think it would be fear. Um, but it would be worry. Sort of right because uh, like what Leif was talking about there, I just think that sort of scenario, that March Madness scenario in one game, yes, the Heat would probably be sharper than they are in some of these regular season games versus subpar teams. But yes, like that doesn't also necessarily mean that they're going to win. Like it's just a little bit too risky. And yes, they would have the second chance, like like you uh, mentioned there. So as long as they finish with the seventh seed, it, uh, it's more like a two game uh, thing for them. So hope you know you just hope that they can win one out of two so that's the good thing but regardless they should be above that like they were the team that was the number one seed last season obviously things have changed since then but uh you know this team that has made two deep playoff runs should be above playing in the play-in but when you look at the other teams like there, there's some talent there i don't think you know you fear them but they have enough talent to beat the heat when you look at the bulls when you look at the raptors 
and then the Hawks to a lesser extent because I just think they kind of have the Hawks figured out. Maybe it's I'm just biased because of what happened in in the last playoffs and you know the way that they beat the Hawks this season. It's I, I'm biased as to what I've actually seen. Whereas you kind of have to imagine it more with the Raptors and Bulls because they just haven't won more often versus those teams this season. I, I think those teams have guys who could um, really kill you in a one-game sample when it comes to the Bulls guys, for example, DeRozan and Levine. You could imagine them lighting up the heat. We've seen Vucevic light up the heat uh, when he was an Orlando Magic guy, you know, and that's just an example. So I wouldn't pick those teams over the heat, but it's definitely possible. And it's it's not fear, but it's like, it's not confidence either. Well, it shouldn't be confidence because, again, this team has proven they can lose to just about anybody. Um, I, I think when you look at a play-in situation for this team, you say in the past this would benefit Miami. You have Eric Spolster, who's a great one-game coach. You have Jimmy Butler, who's a great one-game player. But if they go out and they shoot 8 of 28 from 3, they lose. They're, they're, they are so dependent – on whether or not they can actually shoot league average, they don't have any chance to win games unless they do. And so could they go two games where they just don't shoot the ball very well? Absolutely. And it's funny. I was at family fest yesterday. I got a chance to talk to a couple of the players on the side a little bit. And they talked about this challenge. And they're like, we, I would say, and one of the players said to me, he said, I would tell you we were going to win all seven, but you wouldn't believe. And I think that's kind of where, we're at is that there's just not a level of trust that this team a can rip off a long winning streak, which is why they're in this position of possibly being in the plan, but also in a one game scenario, you just don't know what team's going to come out. In fact, it's a one quarter scenario. I mean, Greg, that was as well. We talk about the, that Nets game. That was as well as they can, they say he can possibly play. And I thought in terms of their ball movement, in terms of just, again, their focus, their execution, finishing possessions, that was as well as they could play, and yet by the time they got to halftime, they were only up four, and they were giving up every empty, every open shot on the other end. And I'm like, if if that's as well as they can play, and they come out of a half by four, I can't trust them to win any one game against anybody. I know, and you know, this is another part of this that I think um, the big the big picture heads out there. Uh, that identify with with this line of thinking will understand where I'm going with this. Like, there's also an element of this if you don't think that this Miami Heat team necessarily has a shot of making a run uh, deep into the playoffs or to the finals or the conference finals or to the title, whatever. If you don't think that that's what's happening right now, then this is a major evaluation period for, I believe, Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero as playoff performers. And so I'm interested to see how they balance. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime 
for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Balance that in a play-in scenario where I think ultimately Jimmy Butler is conditioned to take over in these moments. And I think that that's what you want to happen because he's that good a player. So it'll just be interesting because it's not going to be about stats. It's going to be about moments. It's going to be about matchups. It's going to be about um, how players make adjustments because it can't all be about stats. Let me tell you, if Jimmy is getting 43 uh, 11 and 12, you're not going to have two other guys that have 26 and 29 in a game four or game five or a game six of a playoff series stuff shrinks down. And so I'm interested to see how they evaluate those two guys going forward. As Udonis continues to harp on Bam and Tyler being the guys he's handing this franchise to, as he says, goodbye, as it's the, also the end of uh this little celebratory Udonis Haslam moment that we're having um, throughout the league and uh, with the Miami heat. Well, and and I wasn't surprised he said that yesterday. Um, At least the BAM part. First thing BAM was right behind him. We did this in uh, 601 at the arena after they did the check ceremony uh, for family fest. And so Udonis was waiting uh, for BAM to finish speaking. And so again, I wasn't surprised he mentioned BAM. Whenever someone in the organization mentions Tyler, it hits a little different because Bam has not been in any trade rumors, right? Bam is solidified as a piece of the franchise going forward. Tyler, it's kind of seems like sometimes yes and sometimes no, and it kind of depends on who's out there and how much his name is out there and all that. So for for Udonis to mention Tyler, particularly because, again, Udonis has taken Bam under his wing in part because all of the bigs in franchise history, the great bigs, Bosh, Zoe, UD, they, they all did, okay, because Bam was the next in their line. But for him to mention Hero was something a little bit different. I don't hear him say that as much, um, even though I know he has great fondness for Tyler. So you're right. This is a referendum in large degree on the two of them. But one of the things I want to get into on the other side of this, and then we're going to look at the schedules and see where they actually may end up, end up is that I do think – the evaluations are different for a one-game play-in situation than they are for a playoffs series, okay? In the sense of, in a one-game situation to get out of the play-in, I think this team is more reliant on Jimmy Butler because you're not going to be able to wait to see if Hero's consistent or Bam is aggressive that night. Jimmy almost has to do it. A playoff series is a little different. You know Jimmy's going to prepare for it. You know what he's done in playoff series – but it's more spread out. There can be a Bam game. There can be a Tyler game. There can be there's ebbs and flows to a series. Playing's not that. Playing to me is give the ball to Jimmy and get the hell out of the way. All right, do want to talk about a, a couple other sponsors here at the Five Reasons Sports Network and of Five on the floor. We mentioned our friend all the time, Eric Rubenstein. Go to ericrubenstein.com. Excuse me, that's ericrubenstein.com. He's a personal injury attorney. Can handle your slip and fall. Um, if you have a traffic accident, any of that kind of stuff. He's the guy to go to. Huge Miami Heat fan. You see him down there at all the games. You can also find him on Instagram and ask about me. I got you. Or phone number 954-829-ERIC. That's 954-829-ERIC. 
the official personal injury attorney of the Five Reasons Sports Network. And also, uh, this is not a sponsor, but we just wanted to mention this one. We're going to be doing playback again on Tuesday and on Wednesday. Greg's on there. I'm going to be on there. These are road games. I'll be on playback for both of them. Um, Check it out. It's a great experience. You got the stream right there, and you can mute them and listen to us, or you can mute us and listen to them. You just shoot the bleep with us. So go to playback.tv backslash five on the floor, playback.tv backslash five on the floor, and get our upcoming schedule there. So do you agree with my, before we get into the schedule going forward, do you agree with my basic premise here, Alex, that if they're in a play-in situation, that it's going to all fall on Jimmy? Um, I think it probably, yeah. I think I, I agree that, you know, just when you go to a, uh, a one game sample like that, they're probably just going to lean on their best player. And, you know, you gotta, you just gotta go with your most surefire option, even though they have good ones. Like I was looking up Tyler's clutch, uh, true shooting. Cause I, I know there was a talk about that. It's awesome. It's like 63 and you know, the, you know, they have just a huge sample of those this season. So it's more than enough. Not that Tyler should be the number one. That's not what I'm saying at all, but just that they have guys with with Tyler and guys like Bam who can also bring some other stuff, but I do agree that ultimately most of the plays are probably going to be made by Jimmy Butler. I'm with you. And I think that as we look, Greg, at, at this team going forward, that's the major reason that I want to see them get in the playoff series because I feel like a play-in situation, we're going to draw all of these conclusions off of one game or two games. And I don't think that there's going to be anything learned, honestly, because wow. you know, in those kind of games, it's everybody, you know, you just throw Spo throws everything at it. But again, you throw it at Jimmy, this team, I think, and I, they've been able to make some of their evaluations, obviously over the course of this sort of rocky season, this team needs a playoff series to see where some of these guys are, to see how they handle being down two one, to see how they handle, you know, having, you know, whole quarters where they're not the focus to see if Hero can come back from what happened in the playoffs last year and to some extent, bam. That's why this is necessary. I don't think at this point it's necessary. This is why I'm with you on the, the Tyler Bam thing. I don't think it's as necessary for the Gabe Vincents, Max Struces, Caleb Martins. I think that this team kind of recognizes what the ceilings are there and what they aren't. But with Bam and Tyler, we don't know what their playoff ceiling is at this stage. Yeah, and what's unfortunate, though, is that if this team is not necessarily – let's just say spiritually in line to make a deep run, then you're actually not really giving uh, Tyler that honest uh, deep run in the playoffs as a healthy player. And obviously also Bam Adebayo, uh, I don't care what anyone says. He had huge games in the conference finals last year. Like, look it up. I don't need to let uh, myself do a bunch of the talking, but I understand that, um, there were games where he also, uh, you know, could have done more. I think sometimes also reference to those games when you see guys going nuclear, uh, you, you know, you don't remember in game one of the Boston Heat Eastern Conference Finals last year that Bam, I think, probably had single digits in game one because Jimmy scored 40 or whatever. Like that's sometimes that's just the way games happen. And you still, because it's a victory, it's okay. So I think that we need to understand that. So it's less about Bam. It was more about Tyler. Um, and th here's the unfortunate part of all of this. I don't know that they're going to be the type of team that's making the type of run that is valuable enough 
to make any kind of firm declaration, which leads me back to saying that they likely probably already know what time it is. And uh, it would take a remarkable run that would buck every trend. And this team would completely reverse course in terms of its consistency, its disposition game in and game out, night in and night out. Like that would all have to change so drastically to convince me that they would think that this is going to continue to work going forward, that I think it's inevitable that we're going to land at a spot where other than Jimmy and Bam, everybody is up for a conversation. And I think you're right that they know what time it is and that <laughs> the hands of time would have to be changed considerably by some of these guys. I don't think this team is not, is just going to all of a sudden grow a disposition that it hasn't had all season. I think it's going to come down to matchups on whether or not they can advance. And it's also going to count on whether the fact that again, hero and, and bam are playing at a high level and doing it consistently and picking up some of the burden from Jimmy. I, I just, that, that though is as we close here and thanks to our sponsors, prize picks, better edge, um, and also ericrubenstein.com. I just keep coming back to this. This season's not going to end in a championship. It's probably not going to end in a conference finals. It's not going to be a season that everybody remembers. That's why kind of Family Fest, as great as it was, and I appreciate, again, the Heat putting that on and inviting the media to it. It was a good time. Um, but it just had a weird vibe this year. You know, first thing, they don't – they haven't had a Family Fest in four years, but typically I can't – I was talking to Heat people. I'm like, I can't remember the last time they lost – and the game right before a family fest and especially to lose that way. And I don't know, it felt like this sort of weird celebration of a team that kind of knows that it's not going to be together very long. And then, you know, nobody in the front office, well, in terms of at least Pat Riley, Pat Riley spoke to the media, but we were told no basketball questions. So it just, it's just, it just feels like everybody's kind of waiting to get to the off season, but you would at least like to have a playoff series and see if this team can summon something we haven't seen all year. One or two games out in the play-in. Only in the clutch. Yeah, exactly. We're, right. We're going to wonder why we spent 100 podcasts uh, handling this team. All right. Uh, have a good day, everybody. Again, playback tomorrow on Heat Raptors. Heat Knicks after that. Miami needs both of these. Both of these if they're going to have a shot at the sixth seed. So we'll see how that plays out. This whole thing may come down to the Nets and Sixers last game of the season if Philadelphia needs that game or not. That may be the position that we're in as we head up to it, uh, and we'll obviously have a lot of coverage for you between now and then. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.